Welcome to the Top Nonprofits Podcast, the place where modern nonprofiteers gather to learn from best nonprofit leaders and organizations. Hi, everybody. This is Amy DeVita from Top Nonprofits. Today, my special guest is Jen Brady. She is the executive director at Oasis, a haven for women and children in Patterson, New Jersey. And Jen is going to also be one of our guests at the conference hosted by Fairleigh Dickinson University's Center for Excellence. And um, the name of the conference is Partnering for Social Impact. So in preparing for that, we thought it would be great to spend a few moments on the phone with a woman who has had, had a lot of experience um, dealing with social impact and partnering for greater social impact. So without further ado, uh, Jen, hi. Thanks for coming. Oh, good morning. Thank you for having me, Amy. I am happy to. And I, we were just talking a little while ago. Um, congratulations on the, another very successful um, gala that you guys held last week. Oh, it's, thank um, you. It was a wonderful night, and we were, we're, we're glad it's behind us, but it was truly a spectacular evening and uh, a great fundraiser, but also a great friendraiser. Oh, I love that. Yeah. It's, it's, we were just talking to you about the importance of, you know, certainly raising the funds is one thing and, and really important, um, but at the same time, there are so many other, so many other benefits that you can attribute to that evening and just building long-lasting relationships with people and awareness and other benefits, I'm sure, other, anything else that comes to mind, John? You know, I think the feeling in the room at our gala is so special, and in part it's because the people who come believe so um, fervently in our mission, but it's also because at every year we have a 100 of our children come as our guests to sort of do a very brief but meaningful interaction with our guests, and, you know, it's, it's that one-on-one -on -one interaction that, you know, as you come to a gala as a guest and it's great to see a video or watch an honoree get on the stage, but to see our kids there and, and talk to them and interact with them, you know, th that creates a feeling in the room that I, I'm having an impact on this mission directly that I, I don't think, you know, it's hard to duplicate that in any other manner. Absolutely. Uh, and I was, I was hoping you were going to bring that up when I, um, I attended last year and the, the children performing, it was amazing and so moving, so well thought out. And as you said, you know, I mean, it really just, it really helps to drive home what your mission is. Sometimes galas can, you can lose sight of what the mission of the organization is mm -hmm. in light of, you know, the beautiful venue and, um, all of the glitz and, you know, glamour of the, of the evening. So you guys do a great job. I had a couple of questions that wanted to get your feedback on. So let's get started. Okay. Um, okay. So Oasis, um, and for those of you who are listening who may not be familiar, Oasis, a haven for women and children, is, um, is located in Patterson, New Jersey, and uh, you know, Jen, it really does an amazing job of helping women and children. Um, you know, your organization is serving 
600 women and children daily, primarily in the Patterson, New Jersey area. Certainly, that's no easy task. Can you share an example of how Oasis and a for-profit partnered up to help you more effectively deliver on your mission? Sure. Um, I can talk about one specific example. We've developed a really robust relationship with a company in Upper Saddle River, New Jersey, called Health and Wellness Partners. And it started very early on in our development. They were really one of our first corporate partners. And their level of engagement has grown as we've grown over the last two decades. Um, But it it, it was driven really by their... um, owner and president, Janie Haggerty, who recognized very early on the needs of the women and children who came to us, you know, living in poverty and what health and wellness partners could do to contribute to that mission. So they've made a commitment in really a very multi-tiered approach, which is what I think the ideal for-profit, not-for-profit relationship is. And that is they provide financial support. You know, they'll buy tables at our gala, support our golf outing, donate to um, our programs on a financial basis, consistent volunteer engagement. So not so much just a one-off coming, you know, once or twice a year, but their employees are coming on a very regular basis. They've developed an in-kind donation program through an employee payroll deduction program. And providing real leadership on both the board and the committee levels that is, you know, more intellectual capacity that um, helps us further our mission as well. So their employees um, come down on a very regular basis. They're given, I believe, 21 hours a year to um, do volunteer work on, on business time. So they come down and they'll serve lunch in our soup kitchen, They'll rotate on a voluntary basis and um, work in our nurturing center or help with our holiday events here. Um, They also became aware many years ago of Oasis's tremendous need for diapers. Our women that we serve, our, our new mothers that we serve are all living in poverty. They're all food stamp eligible and you can't buy food, you can't buy diapers on food stamps. So many years ago, they made a commitment to send diapers down to Oasis every month. And that has grown in payroll deduction program that many of their employees participate in. Health and Wellness Partners matches the amount that their employees donate, and then they use them to purchase diapers actually through Jet.com. And those diapers are delivered every month. I think at this point we're getting 5,000 diapers a month uh, here at Oasis. So that's You know, that's another level of engagement, which is, you know, perhaps for those people who can't come down and volunteer, they still feel like they're engaged. They know and support the OASIS mission, and supporting it is just part of their corporate culture. So it's become, you know, I don't think that you could walk into their office and mention OASIS to anyone, and they wouldn't be intimately familiar with what we're doing. And then I would say, in addition, Janie herself, as the president and owner of the company, sits on our board of directors. She's chair of our development committee. She's helped to set strategic direction for fundraising initiatives and programmatically as well. So, you know, there's truly not a facet of Oasis's operations that Health and Wellness Partners isn't engaged in on some level. Um, and I, I, I really, I, I look at it as the ideal. And as we cultivate other for-profit partners, that, that's the model that we're, that, that we're utilizing. Thanks for sharing that. 
some of the keys being that multi-tiered approach, I think, versus a very basic, maybe not so deep, you know, just transactional type of um, support in terms of a check or something like that. I think Janie has created a culture of employee engagement centered on a shared mission that, um, again, it's unique because there, there is – now, they, they support other organizations as well, don't get me wrong, but their core charity of choice is Oasis. So the employees are able to rally around us. Their engagement is not sort of a one-off. It's a sustained commitment um, around a common cause, uh, you know, that being Oasis and helping our women and children rise out of poverty. It's, you know, it's a meaningful cause to them as a women-centered organization as well. Um, they, like I said, they've created a culture of caring and community engagement, and that leads to greater employee satisfaction that, you know, I don't know that you can put a dollar value on. I, just yesterday I was reading a study that United Healthcare and Volunteer Match did a couple years ago. And that study found that 76% of surveyed employees who volunteered through their job, not individually, but volunteering through their employer, uh, they reported that they felt better about their employer because of volunteer activities, especially those that demonstrated social responsibility consistently and not just when it's convenient. So again, not that one-off, but sustained involvement in in a nonprofit with a nonprofit partner where you can really touch and feel and know that your, you know, your, your involvement is reaping benefits. Jen, thank you so much for this. I think it's really helpful. Um, I hope that the folks listening are taking your model um, as well and, or trying to develop their own model that could be successful at their organization. Before we close, um, I would just love to pick your brain for any best practices you can share based on your experiences. Yeah, I'd say, you know, making sure that the employee engagement on the on the part of the for-profit partner is realistic and meaningful. I mean, this has to be, you know, sort of a thoughtful process that, you know, matches the actual needs of the nonprofit that they're being filled and you meet the expectations of the nonprofit partner. We at, at Oasis, we have two uh, volunteer coordinators here and they are the point person on our end. And the successful relationships that we've developed have because, are because they've developed relationships with point person, point people on the, uh, on the for-profit partners um, and as well. So, so it's developing a personal relationship there. So you've got a, somebody who you're communicating with regularly and that, that's really critical not to have, you know, a variety of people as the touch points at the nonprofit to have a designated person who mm-hmm. gets to know that individual and know what's going to be realistic for the employer and not realistic. I would say also don't overcommit. You know, we, we've learned this through, uh, <laughs> through painful experiences that it's often tempting to say yes to whatever the for-profit partner wants to do, offer because you're so thrilled that they want to engage with you, but if volunteers aren't well utilized, then it's not meaningful to them, and then they don't feel good when they leave. So, you know, when, mm. when, the, non, when the for-profit company calls and says, we have 100 employees and we want to send them down on Thursday, and you're so tempted to say, oh my gosh, this is like manna from heaven, but, you know, they're going to be sitting around mm-hmm. because we don't, we don't even have room for them to come in the building. So, you know, we've learned to be creative in our responses to, you know, how, how can we 
maybe take 20 of them today. Maybe we'll come to your corporate office and do a project there. But I, I think mm. not overcommitting is really important. And then, you know, I also think that Oasis has had such success in developing this, these relationships because we literally have opportunities to come and volunteer and become engaged for starting at 7.30 in the morning going through lunchtime, through the afternoon with our after-school program, people can come and volunteer. And then because volunteers were available and asking for Saturday opportunities, we've been able to actually develop new programs utilizing those volunteers. So we're, we're providing better service to the community, but we're also responding to what the volunteers are capable of too. So, you know, having volunteer opportunities on a variety of levels at a variety of different times of the day has been, you know, I, I think that, you know, part of the key to our success here too. You know, we make it, we, we can have you come anytime that you're available just about and, right. and we have something for you to do. So, so the takeaways there for sure, be realistic, um, meaningful interactions and that multi-tiered approach um, will take you far. And I want to thank you so much for taking time out today and taking time out, in the, you know, at the conference that's coming up. How can um, folks who are interested in learning more about OASIS and its mission and helping you guys out, how can they best get in touch or um, find out more? Sure. Our website is uh, www.oasisnj.org, and all the information uh, is on our website, including the contact information for Barbara Lascalzo and Sydney Howard, who are our volunteer coordinators, who will be very happy to have any, any company come in or individual come in, give them a tour of all our programs, find out where their talents lie and where, where the best match would be. So the website is, is the, best, the best resource. Oh, thank you so much for sharing your expertise. We're looking forward to seeing you in person. May 18th at the Conference for Women in Nonprofit Leadership, which is um, hosted by Fairleigh Dickinson University Center for Excellence. And the theme this year is Partnering for Social Impact. So thank you so much for sharing this. It's being held at the Madison Hotel in Morristown, New Jersey, and if you would like any more information, you can um, visit the website www.fdu.edu slash CFE, like as in Center for Excellence. And Jen, thanks so much. Greatly appreciate it and terrific hearing your, your tips and insights. Thank you. Thank you. That's it for today. See you soon. In the meantime, check out all of the other great resources we offer at topnonprofits.com. 